Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Never Broke Podcast. My name is Janai Thornton and my special co-host with me again today is Miss Holly Reed. Hello everybody. And Holly, I'm excited. I can't believe the year is almost over. Yes, this uh, daylight savings time has now come. We're coming up on the holidays pretty soon. So we are on the countdown for sure. Yes. And that's why uh, what we're talking about today is it's all about the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But it's all about not it just being the end of the year because everybody's just winding things down, getting ready for the holidays. But this is the time really to dig in. Yes. We talked about this a little bit before we started taping, right. and you were saying how some people get really relaxed, and they're just like, well, I'll just coast and cruise through the end of the year, but in actuality, this is a time to get aggressive. You can get so much done right now. Yes. Yep. And it's not done meeting, getting ready for Thanksgiving, and getting ready for Christmas and New Year's either. Right. right. There's a lot of other work we can get done. So whether there's two weeks left in the year, two months left in the year, please get ready to dig in and let's get some work done. Yes. So um, today we're going to talk about a couple of areas, uh, probably about five or six areas that we want you guys to focus on, to dig in on. Um, So let's get started. I'm going to ask you first. Okay. Um, The first topic is about taxes. So as people prepare to end the year on a strong note, what should people be focused on when it comes to their taxes? Well, this is really a good time for those of us as individuals to think about um, purging, downsizing, purging, cleaning out. It's a great because we want to be able to give charitable donations, contributions. That's right. So whether you are giving them of items, things that you have that you're not using anyway, but also this is a time to see financially what can we afford to, you know, with deductions, what checks can we afford to write right now? Yes. So we can give those contributions. I love it. So whether it's your church or an organization, a 501c3 where yes. your where your um, contribution is going to be tax deductible. It's interesting that you mentioned purging. I just finished a declutter, a 21-day declutter challenge um, with my site. And so it's really important. I was stressing that over and over to people. We live in such a community where... Everything is just in excess that really we need to get rid of some of this stuff. Right. Like how many plastic cups do you need in your your cupboard? (laughs) Absolutely. And it's funny you say that because we've been doing the same thing at our office. Okay. Just having that purge. And it's funny how much better I feel just having all that stuff gone. But it allows you to make space in your life, though. Yes. And also, it also gives you the deduction, too. We can't be mad at that for sure. Exactly. So that's a great one for everyone to be aware of, just your taxes. Right. Um, and those of us who are entrepreneurs, this is a really good time to think about looking at what you have left mm-hmm. uh, money-wise. What's left in your account, what's left in your budget, how much income you have coming in, and what expenses do you need to intentionally occur that you would have done anyway. Right. So this doesn't mean be frivolous. That doesn't mean just go out and buy a new car just because you got the itch. But if you have plans to buy something first quarter and you really need to spend some money down so you don't have to pay Uncle Sam, write those checks to the IRS or whatever state you live in, this is a really good time to plan for that now. Yes. And so another thing um, we talked about this as well is one of the things that I personally do is I typically get a a refund check in April at the end of every uh, 
tax year. I'm a little jealous. And so I adjust my withholdings. Okay. I go and get that uh, form, that W-4 form. Yes. And I increase my exemptions so that they are taking out less federal taxes over the course of the year. Right. But now that we're getting towards the end of the year, I may want to go back and lower those exemptions. Right. Um, just to make sure I'm not, they didn't, they will give me something back. They just won't give me thousands of dollars back. Right. And so really the goal is, is to break even. Right. Exactly. Because if you're getting too much back, that means the government has been holding your money all year long. Tax-free loan. Tax-free loan. But also, too, if you owe, that means you're not paying enough in. Yes. So again, if you change your withholding during the year because Absolutely. you're trying to get that extra money, it's a great time to go back to HR and get that fixed. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So let's talk about our next area. So we talked about taxes. So let's talk about saving. So a lot of people at the beginning of the year said, you know what? I'm going to save this much in my emergency fund. I'm going to save this um, this much in an account. And, you know, a lot of people, for whatever reason, got off track. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that people can do now to get back on track and maximize the amount of time they have left this year? So I said it earlier about just people being more aggressive, like this is the time to be aggressive. Try to cut out that wasteful spending that we've got accustomed to doing, especially if your emergency fund got a beating this year, whether it was you know a major car repair or some medical bills that it may have taken it down. Um, go ahead and just find that extra money. It is there. We, we spend quite a bit um, on things that we don't need. The holidays are coming it's up. Coming. You need to get in that stockpile mentality. In mentality start stacking that dough before the end of the year because there's something else that's bound to come up you don't want to start off next year at a deficit and who have you ever said dang why did I save that much money who's ever been mad about <laughs> saving money right exactly like, why I should not have saved that much money no one will ever ever say that yes you know the other thing too about saving what I always say make it simple but also make it hard Huh? Make it simple to save. Okay. Very easy. Simple meaning coming right out of your check. Automatic. Yep. Um, but you need to make it hard. You need to put that money someplace where you cannot touch it. Mm -hmm. And that's where the hard comes in. I don't have a debit card for my savings account. I literally have to get up, drive to the bank, and go in to see the teller. No ATM, no online, none Nothing. of that. Okay. Yeah. So make it simple and hard at the same time. I like that piece yeah, of advice. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. a good one. Yeah. So um, let's talk about credit for a little bit. Okay. So, you know, a lot of times people are focused on just really knowing their score. This is a great time to check your credit for sure. Yes, especially if you haven't checked it all year. Um, with the holidays coming up, this is like prime territory for identity theft. It is. So you want to make sure that you have pulled your credit score. You're checking it twice, making sure there's no misinformation on there. Right. Um, and eat all the credit agencies, you can go to Equifax.com and you can actually put either a fraud alert or actually freeze your credit. And what that actually does is it doesn't allow any new credit to be opened in your name during this time, during this freeze period that you can determine. Um, so if you don't trust yourself, you need a little help not to take advantage of all these holiday promotions coming down the line. Be honest. Yes, yes. I, exactly. I would definitely suggest it. Um, if you've been a victim of identity theft, it's such a serious thing. Definitely go and look at putting either alert on your credit or put a freeze on your credit 
um, during this time of year so that you can just prevent all of that mayhem. Right. And one thing, Holly, I'm glad that you really said is people are always so focused on their score that they don't look at their report. Mm -hmm. It's good to know your score. And now you get the score all the time because, you know, a lot of credit card companies, mortgage companies, they're putting your score right on those statements. But you need to know what's on or in your report. report. Mm -hmm. It's two completely different things. Yep. You definitely want to take some time and check that out. So, you know, one thing, you know, people really start thinking about at the beginning of the year is, you know what, how different my life would be if I had more money. Yes. Because, you know, you know, a lot of problems that we have, it can actually be fixed by, we just need more money coming in. Bringing in just a little bit more. We just need to. So, you know, I really challenge people as we're digging in right now, really digging in, really getting focused you really need to think about what can you do to create multiple sources of income. Yes, and that's what Never Broke Podcast is all about. Right. You can go and listen to our other podcast episodes where we're talking to people who are actually doing these things. They've come up with creative ways to incorporate making money and their interests, their passions, things that connect together that they can then monetize and bring in a couple of thousand dollars a month or bring in hundreds of thousand dollars a month, whatever your commitment is, right. but whatever you think you need is totally possible. Right. And you think about it, you know, for a lot of us, what the difference would actually be if we had an extra $100 a month, mm-hmm. $200 a month, oh, yeah. $1,000 a month, it could absolutely change your life. But we need to start paying attention differently. Right. Because, you know, we're going through life, we have our jobs, we have our responsibilities, we have our lives. But you got to start looking around and saying, what can I do right now? Doesn't mean I have to get another job where I can bring in more income. Yep. So what's the what is it? The average millionaire has seven streams of income. Yeah. Not seven jobs. Right. You don't have to have seven jobs Absolutely. to have seven streams of income. Absolutely. Uh, but you've got to do something else. You can't rely on, you know, just one source, corporate America, because at any point in time that could be taken away from you. So what would you do? Just put yourself in that mindset. Put yourself in that situation and say, if I had to make a thousand dollars by the end of this month, what could I do? Right. And so we are challenging you. Legally. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) But we are challenging you to really, really dig in and figure this out. Yes. Let's step up, come up with a different plan, and come up with something else that we can do to get that extra money in for sure. Yes. Never broke. Never broke. Absolutely not. So, Holly, let's talk a little bit about employee benefits. Okay. You know, we leave a lot of money on the table. Yeah. So, I'm hoping everybody by now has at least had their enrollment period. If they if their company offers them great benefits. Right. So, you've probably made your choices already. Um, but if not, if you're independently looking for um, health care, I think there's a government site. It might be called healthcare.gov. But I can pull that up if we need to just triple check that. Um, but yeah, so our company offers us a lot of benefits that are probably already in pay. We talked earlier about the flexible spending accounts that some companies offer. Right. And so that's the FSA, again, the flexible spending account. And what that allows you to do is you have a certain amount of money that's taken out of your check, pre-tax, mm-hmm. no taxes taken out of it, that you get to allocate and set to the side and gets put on this account for you to pay for medical expenses. Mm-hmm. Prescriptions. And- 
Copays for doctor visits. Um, glasses. Contact, contact lenses. Yep. Um, and you can even um, use it for a lot of over-the-counter drugs, too. It doesn't necessarily always have to be prescription. That's right. So um, I think the maximum now is $2,500. It used to be higher than that. And then when they all the changes with Obamacare, but... That's a lot of money. I use it every dime every year. Yes. It's a huge difference to know that I have this card and I'm ready for copays, deductibles, doctor's appointments, glasses. Yeah. We can get all of that taken care of and that money is set to the side. Right. Now I've been I've had a different experience. I've been burned in the past because with this particular account, the money that you put in, you either use it or lose it. So as we near towards the end of the year, you may want to just go and check to see how much money you've actually um, deposited into that flexible spending account and make sure that you use it, that you submit for your reimbursements for all those eligible medical expenses so that you don't lose that money. And it's funny that you say that because literally today I checked what I had left on my FSA account. Yeah. So I know exactly how much I need to spend before year end. So this is a great time to check in just to see what you have left. Yes. Yeah. Check in and dig in. Definitely want to do that. The other thing, too, this is a really a good time with your employer. Please figure out if you are eligible to participate in the 401k. Mm -hmm. You might be eligible for a 403b, all these numbers, all these letters. Bottom line, it just means retirement. Yes. And so if you can enroll, you need to do it, whether your company matches or not. So match just means you're putting in an amount. And then your employer matches the amount that you put in, maybe dollar for dollar, or maybe you put in a dollar, they put in 25 cents or 50 cents. Right. But it's not their job to make sure that you're ready for retirement. No, it's not. No. It's, it's your, a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. Free money. It's free money. We don't turn down free money. You're crazy <laughs> enough to do that. But find out when you're eligible and when you're supposed to enroll and sign up for that. You yes. definitely want to do that for sure. Do not miss out on that opportunity, people. It's so important. Yeah. One thing, too, that um, people do all the time, and I've, we talked about this before we got on air, is a lot of benefits, dental and vision, run out by year end. Mm -hmm. So I have been in a vision works in December, and it is like a zoo in there. <laughs> people are trying to use their benefits up. Because just like you said, you use it or you lose or it. you're going to lose it. Yep. So if you have dental or um, vision benefits that you need to use up, make your appointments and go ahead and get in there and get everything checked off. You've paid for it or your employer's paid for it. Why would you leave that money on the table? Right. Go get those curly whites clean one more time <laughs> before the end of the year. Absolutely. You definitely want to take advantage of that for sure. So now we're at the end of the year. And the holidays are upon us. Yes, it's a joyful time. So is it stressful for you or is it like a happy time for you? It's a happy time for me. Okay. I don't get stressed over gifts um, or gift giving. Okay. So, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I have a long list, too. Oh, do you? So I do, you know, take some time and map it all out, write everybody's name, write an idea of what I want, I think I want to give them and try to keep it within a certain budget. Right. Um, so it's important, you guys, that you guys set a budget because with holidays and gift giving, we can get real generous when it comes to spending money that we don't have. So just try to practice some self-control and some self-restraint. You don't have to buy people's love and buy people to, to let them know that they are a valued person in your world. Right. 
Uh, you can come up with some really inexpensive yet thoughtful gifts. Just try to think about being more thoughtful versus buying the latest $1,000 gadget for somebody. And you know, what? Unless really, you can afford it. And uh, then you can buy me in a thousand right. dollar gadget. Me too. Please, me too. Maybe <laughs> you can get me two of those. But one thing that I really loved about what you said is about having the budget. Right. Because you need some parameters. We all do. Whether, no matter what your budget is, mm-hmm. $10,000 or $100. Who's getting what yep. and how much can you afford and how are you going to pay for it? Yep. Because Christmas and this holiday season is not fun if you take the entire year to pay for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and lots of people fall victim to it, unfortunately. So we want to be in that group that doesn't, you know. So a lot of people will spend, 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 be really happy about the gifts that they've given. And then they spend the first half of the next year you know, trying to pay it off. Digging out versus digging in. Oh, yeah. Right. Finding all kind of jobs and ways to find extra money to pay that credit card bill when if you had done that on the front end, you wouldn't have had to use credit at all. And one thing, too, where I've noticed where I've kind of gotten off track, my issue isn't the gifts. It's all the other stuff. Because oh. you're not thinking about all the entertaining. That's right. The holiday parties. At Christmas. Yes. Hosting the menus. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, but what's your budget for that, too? Yeah. Because that's the money that just ends up getting away you know from what? us. That is an excellent point. People um, moving in and inviting people down to come see them. It takes money to host people and make yeah. sure that they're well taken care of when they come to visit you. And so my family's always like, why does everything always have to be at our house? Because you know me, I love to host. And my family's like, we're not checking for you right now. (laughs) (laughs) They're all Scrooge in my house. No comment, David Thornton. None. (laughs) It's work. It's work. It's work, but it's also money, though. Yeah. Because when you want to entertain and you want to have good food and you want to have drinks and decorations... None of that is free. Yeah, that's very that free. So get your plan together, get your budget together, and your strategy. Who's bringing what? Mm-hmm. How are you going to dippy up this cost? And so let, you don't. I'll, thank you for saying. I was just about to say, let people help. Let people bring things. Let them contribute as well, so it doesn't fall all on you. I've definitely had to learn how to do that. <laughs> I've also had to learn because every year I want to use different stuff. You know, so now oh, I'm like pulling out all my same decorations. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm using all my old stuff this year. But it's like, Janai, really? Like, why do you have this much stuff for real? This really doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So that's my confession. I'm working on it. I'm getting better at that. I'm working on it. But seriously, though, please take some time to get your budget together, get your finances in order so mm-hmm. you have a really good new year. And digging through the holidays, it only takes a little bit to go ahead and write that list and that budget out. Yes, this has been great. I mean, we've talked about taxes, savings, credit, um, finding your hustle so that you never go broke, employee benefits, holidays. You think there's anything else we could kind of give them? There's just a couple more things that I wanted to focus on. Okay. And a lot of people don't really start thinking about this till January, but people need to get prepared now, which is financial aid. Yes. Oh, my goodness, Janai. This is so important. Um, I'm glad you brought this one up. And it's stressful, too. Because people, you know, they're, they're getting ready for their seniors or whatever to graduate or they're getting ready to send their kids back to school after the holiday break or whatever. But if you are using, you know, student loans and financial aids to finance that fine investment, right. 
there are some things you need to get done. You definitely do. And it's funny for me, even though um, I think, you know, I'm pretty confident in this area of finance and I know what I'm doing. Those forms, that FAFSA, that mm-hmm. free application for federal student aid is a lot of work. Yes. It takes a lot of preparation and it can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. So what I'm suggesting for new parents if you've never completed the form, you need to go online, print it, and take a look at the form. Yep. That way you can get comfortable with it. You'll know what documents you're going to need, what statements you're going to need, so you can kind of pull all that stuff together and go ahead and start teeing that up. Because what a lot of people don't understand about financial aid, federal aid is first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. So the sooner you get your money, your not your money, but your application mm-hmm. in, the sooner you'll know what you're awarded. If you wait to the summer... Too bad, so sad. Exactly. You're you're not going to get the money because the money's going to be gone. I don't care how great your need is. That need-based money is all going to be gone. Yeah. So get familiar with that. And you also want to have a plan. When are you going to get your taxes prepared? Okay. Because a lot of times you need all that information. It's going to say line 12, enter that here. (laughs) Right. Line 32, enter that here. You can't guess that. Right. So you need to be on the same page with everyone in your household. When are we filing? Get the information together so you can get those taxes filed right away. Right. And you don't want to get caught trying to rush filling it out because the smallest error could make you ineligible, you know, disqualify your um, form, your application. So I'm glad you're saying that. So prepare in advance. Pull it all together, print it out, see what the information it is that they're asking for so you can fill it out in a relaxed, calm state. Prepared. Exactly. Yeah, and then you'll be ready for it. Yep. Um, The other thing, too, what I find a little frustrating is I always talk to a lot of parents who make me feel like this is their job. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's the student doing? Right now, everybody, whether you have a graduating senior or you have a child in school, they need to be looking for scholarships and money today. That's right. Um, Tell them to get off of YouTube and Instagram (laughs) and Snapchat, whatever they're doing. They have got to look. It is is not y'all's education. It is their education. They need to figure it out. Yeah, I was at FinCon this past uh, summer at a conference, and I came across a great company, a great organization. It's called um, goodcall.com. So www.goodcall.com. And they are basically a free database of scholarships. And you can go in and um, pick your, you know, whatever your criteria are. I'm a young black male interested in this particular topic. And it will filter out for you all the scholarships that they would potentially be eligible for. But they go a step further. They go ahead and tell you which scholarships have the most applicants. So maybe you don't apply for that one because there are thousands and thousands of people applying for that one. But you go and apply for one where there's a low application rate and would increase the chances of you actually receiving the scholarship. So it's a great resource. That's a really good resource. And there's another popular resource called FastWeb, fastweb.com. 
Also a great site that you can use for scholarship information. So regardless of where the young people go, mm-hmm. they need to do the do heavy lifting. Yes. They need to do it. And if your child is already in college, they need to be going to their department. They need to be going to the financial aid office. What else is more important than figuring out how to get this education paid for? Mm-hmm. Right. So we're going to put the ball in their court on this. Yes. Yes. So um, the last topic, Holly, I want to go over today when we're talking about this theme of fourth quarter and really digging in is about saving and paying down debt. Okay. Because see, this is the time of the year where people are like patting themselves on the back saying, you know, I did this, everyone's happy. Or they're like, you know what? 2016, I'll be happy when it's over because <laughs> right. things did not go well for me financially. Right. So, but my thing is like the point that you made, we don't wait to begin exerting the effort, the cleanup, whatever we have to do for 17. We need to start right now. Right. We need to begin right now. So if you got off track saving, mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. You just need to start right now. Yep. You just got to start. Whatever your commitment is, like we talked about earlier, you got to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's the exact same thing for paying down debt. Yes. Be aggressive. Yeah. And so right now, you just need to know what your list is. Who do you owe? How much do you owe them? And then what is your commitment to paying down the debt? So you want to get out of debt. How much extra can you pay towards whatever the bill is, whatever the debt is, so that way you can eventually get out of debt for sure, you know? But it takes a while and it takes a commitment. Right. And it's not, you didn't get into it. If you're um, buried in thousands of dollars of debt, it didn't come overnight. It was purchases over time. Usually, um, unless you made a huge purchase and put it on your card. But it's going to take some time. So you really do have to make a plan and just get your mind right that you're going to be committed and how long it's going to take you to pay it off. And every dollar you pay over matters. People Mm -hmm. think the extra $5 or $10. It matters. It it definitely adds up. So um, let's recap. We talked about taxes, what folk need to do to get ready. Dig it in fourth quarter. Saving money. Talked about credit. Talked about creating this new income source so we can have money to do the things we want, to live the life we want. All of our employee benefits, maxing that out. Talked about financial aid. And then we talked about paying down debt. So we got a lot to do this fourth quarter. Yes. So don't coast. No coasting. No riding. No riding. (laughs) We gotta dig in and get some get some more accomplishments under our belt before the new year comes in. Absolutely. So let's dig in fourth quarter. Holly, thank you for hanging out with me again today. You know I love this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of the Never Broke Podcast, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for tuning in.